Welcome back to the Ask Us Anything podcast. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this podcast. And today Sam writes in and he wants to know, Dave, can you please help me understand the basics of biblical interpretation? Well, Sam, you ask a fantastic question and it's one that I've thought about a lot. In Luke 24, 27, Luke says this, And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them and all the scriptures to things concerning himself. The word interpreted in Luke 24, 27 comes from the Greek word transliterated as diarrhea which means to unfold the meaning of what is said, explain, expound, or translate into one's native tongue. Dr. Howard Marshall is correct when he notes that the root idea of explained is the word from which we derive the word hermeneutics with the science of biblical interpretation. It's also the art and the science of biblical interpretation. Uh, The Gospel of Luke finds its unity in the person and work of Jesus Christ, in his mission to seek and to save the lost. From the first announcement of his coming to his ascension into heaven, Jesus is at the center of everything. The songs are for his praise. The miracles are by his power. The teaching is from his wisdom. The conflict is over his claims, and the cross is that which only he could bear. Luke gives his account further literary unity by intertwining the stories of Jesus and John the Baptist, by beginning and ending his story at the temple, by presenting the life of Jesus as a journey towards Jerusalem, and by following the progress of the disciples as they learn to count the cost of discipleship. The unity of the Gospel of Luke is is expressed in Jesus' pronouncement to Zacchaeus in Luke 19.10. The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And the immediate context of Luke 24.13-35 fits within the broader context of Luke 24, which is about the resurrection of Jesus. Luke's Gospel began in the temple. That's what Luke 1.5-23 is about. And after Jesus rose from the dead, and it, Luke concludes in the temple as well in Luke 24, 52 through 53. So Luke has Jesus appearing to his disciples and then gives the ascension of Jesus. So with the phrase, beginning with Moses and the prophets, Jesus is highlighting the entire Old Testament, summarized as all scripture. Jesus explained to the men on the road to Emmaus not only the explicit prophecies about the Messiah, but also about the historical patterns of God's activity throughout the Old Testament and how they find fulfillment in the Lord Jesus himself. So, in the wisdom of divine providence, the substance of Christ's exposition of the Old Testament Messiah prophecies was not recorded. But the gift of what he was expounding would have undoubtedly included an explanation of the Old Testament sacrificial system, which was full of types and symbols that spoke of his suffering and death. He would have also pointed them to the major prophetic passages, which spoke of the crucifixion, such as Psalms 16, 9 through 11 and 22, Isaiah 52, 14 through uh, 53, 12, and, uh, and Zechariah 12, 10. He would have pointed out the true meaning of Genesis 3, 15, Numbers 21, 6 through 9, Psalms 16, 10, Jeremiah 32, 5 through 6, and Daniel 9, 26, and a host of other key messianic prophecies, particularly those that spoke of his death and his resurrection. And the Lord Jesus interpreted all scripture as pointing to himself, showing how the Old Testament in various ways pointed to himself. Now, J.C. Ryle is right. The key to understanding the Bible is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the seed of the woman who was bruised on the cross before crushing Satan's head. He is the lamb who offered his blood for our sins and was lifted up for our salvation. Jesus is the covenant maker who was cursed for our covenant breaking and who sprinkled his redeeming blood on the altar of the cross. You see, if we turn to Isaiah, the scriptures say that the Savior will be wounded for our 
our iniquities and pierced for our transgressions. Isaiah 53, 5. If we turn to Jeremiah, the scriptures say that he will be mocked and abused. Jeremiah 27 through 10. If we turn to Zechariah, the scriptures say that he will make atonement for the whole land in a single day. That's Zechariah 3, 9. These prophecies also find their fulfillment in the suffering in the sufferings and death of Jesus Christ, who was wounded, pierced, and abused in offering himself as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. All of this was only the beginning. Jesus continued his Bible exposition by using all the principles of his Christ-centered, gospel-driven interpretation to explain that all that was said in all the scripture concerning himself, that's Luke 24, 27, that's what it says. Jesus, though, is not here or there in his prediction or prophecy. He is everywhere in the Old Testament. He is the Ark of the Covenant and the blood on the mercy seat. He is the light on the golden lampstand and the tree and the, excuse me, he is the bread of life. He is the prophet who preaches like Moses, the priest who prays like Aaron, and the, and the king of David's heart. So let's talk about briefly uh, how to learn from, or what we can learn from Jesus's preaching ministry. Well, Jesus' preaching was biblical. It was based on the law and the prophets. His preaching was thorough. He wanted his friends to know everything the prophets had spoken. His preaching was Christ-centered, where he was preaching about himself. His preaching was also gospel-centered, including both the crucifixion and the resurrection. Jesus proclaimed the agonies of the cross and the glories of the empty tomb. His preaching was persuasive. He argued for the absolute necessity of doing his saving work the way he did it. It was necessary for the Christ to suffer and then to be glorified. So if you and I today are going to follow the model of Jesus Christ on the road to Emmaus to his friends, our preaching will honor God. It will see the lost saved, the saints strengthened, and the kingdom advanced. May God raise up such preachers who are unafraid and unashamed to preach his word and interpret all of scripture in light of Jesus for his glory. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Ask Us Anything podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher. We're on all of them. Um, If you also enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to check out our website, servantsofgrace.org. There you'll find our sermon feed. You'll find um, our other podcast, Equipping You in Grace. You'll also find uh, five years of magazine issues that we've done on a variety of topics that uh, our magazine is called Theology for Life. We also have daily articles and uh, we're we're doing a number of series at this moment. Uh, One talking about writing and, and those kind of things related to it. And also, um, we're doing a series to the Sermon on the Mount. So there's a, there's a lot there that you can find, and we hope that it's helpful to you. Um, until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you.